0: Hi, you're listening to 7 Questions, where I ask world leaders and people I find fascinating 7 questions. Today, I have the honor of having my dear friend, Partha Unnava join me. Partha was born and raised in Columbus, Ohio. He moved to Atlanta to attend Georgia Tech and study my biomedical engineering, and in the process, realized that he could never work a typical 9-to-5 job. After a few years of college, he dropped out to start BW Health, at the time called Better Walk. The inspiration for this company came from a personal experience, spending six weeks on crutches after breaking his ankle playing basketball. He saw the flaws in the healthcare system and saw a clear way he could make a massive impact in sports medicine. He's built and grown his business and went from college dropout to successful entrepreneur. He's been fortunate enough to have met President Obama at the White House, been featured on CNN, Forbes, Inc., and more, along his journey to improve sports medicine and healthcare in dynamic ways. He's been in Atlanta, Georgia, where he works with his incredible team to help create sports med products to help rehab injuries and prevent new ones. They keep costs of their products low so that people can afford them, and they lead by innovating in meaningful ways. They don't believe in iteration, but believe in completely reimagining products from the ground up. His passions include hip hop, fashion, and sports, and he takes tremendous amount of time in the quality of his relationships that he's built thus far. Wow. I think we're missing something here. What's your latest product?
1: Welcome, Partha. Thanks for having me, Booty. Talk about your latest product then. The latest product is called Lasso. So, the whole idea was to take the benefits of ankle tape and build them into clothing. So, the first version of that is the Lasso Compression Sock, which can reduce ankle rolling by 75%. And uh, we're expanding that later this year into a knee sleeve and an arm, and an arm sleeve too with the same tech. Very cool.
0: Um, I'm actually looking at his socks right now. Um, and there you can see the compression right there. Yeah. I see it. Oh, that's amazing. Cool. Uh, Well, I'm glad you're in L.A., man. Uh, Yeah. I know you live in Atlanta, so thank you for making time to, you know, do the 7 Questions podcast. Dude, I flew out here for the 7 Questions podcast. (laughs) Good, good. (laughs) He's kidding, but it's great that it it could work out. Um, Yeah, so for all those who are listening, 7 Questions is a podcast where... uh, my guests pick seven questions and answer them. And they're questions that are more lifelike. So how we do it is we just kinda of jump in and I'll check this box which we have where the seven questions are in. Oh, wow, random questions. Random questions. I pick them? Yep, you All pick right.
1: them. Question this one. If you're an animal, which one would you want to be? Well, that's, that's easy. All right. It's, I would want to be a lion, but I'd probably be a monkey. <laughs> Why is that? Because uh, that's my Chinese zodiac, and I'm also a funny, energetic person who's more of a jokester than I am regal. So while I'd want to be a lion, I'd probably be a monkey. Got it. I love how
0: you knew that. It's amazing. <laughs> it's something I would have never known. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right. Well, is, so it you one down. is it your turn now? Or I you? I could answer it as well. I, you know, normally it just depends how it flows. Um, that's a good question. If I were to be an animal, I would probably be a leopard. Um, I like the leopard because it's uh, smooth, agile, um, camouflage as well uh, with its background. Um, something that I always, my sister always called me a chameleon. Actually, because I blend in no matter where. And I think the leopard does that well, except it's a lot stronger than a chameleon. Uh, (laughs) a lot stronger than a chameleon. Just Uh, looks better too. And it looks better. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's way cooler. Um, so I would say leopard. That's a good
1: pick. Thank you, man. All right. Question two. Okay. What's been the most difficult choice you've had to make to fulfill your destiny? It's a very tough question. Um, I don't know if I can say most difficult on the spot, but I can say one of the difficult choices was in building this business, having to, there's like so many times that you build with somebody or there's people involved that are so critical to certain stages of the business, Mm -hmm. but then having to let them go when they're no longer necessary for the business. Mm -hmm. It's tough because they did so much but it's necessary because otherwise you're not running a successful business. You're burning money for no reason. So I think it's just a series of choices that um, relate to people. That's always what's, what's tough for me. Mm. It's having to make tough decisions, even though it's for the good of the company and potentially for the good of the person too, which is often the case. It sucks. It. No, thanks for sharing that.
0: Question number three.
1: You believe in luck um, I believe in statistics and I believe that there's hot streaks and cold streaks but overall it evens out kind of the same for everybody but I believe that you should be able to recognize when you're on a hot streak and utilize it so you wouldn't use the word luck I wouldn't use luck I mean you could use luck but I don't feel like it's lucky I just feel like it's like flipping a coin like you'll get like 10 hats in a row one day you know what I mean so, when you start, when that's happening, and a lot of things are falling your way, it's about having systems in place that, that, like, good stuff that comes to you, you're using, mm-hmm. and, like, getting some return from, then when bad stuff happen, happens, you just ignore it and move on. Got it. I don't, I don't think I believe in luck like that. Okay. Well,
0: you're allowed to believe <laughs> what you believe, man. Right? That's why we played seven, so we understand it right. Question number four.
1: What's your motivation to succeed? That's a good question. I've been thinking about this a lot because it's like, we were talking about it a lot the other day. When you start on, I don't know if it's whatever job or whether it's unique entrepreneurship or like culture or whatever. But I found like a lot of people when they get started use insecurity as a motivation mm-hmm. because they want to like, whether you need attention or whether you want to feel like you're smart, a lot of people do that. Still recording? Yeah. Okay. So I feel like it used to be insecurity, and then once I became like a happier, more secure person, it has been changing a lot. Um, So right now it's like a mixture of wanting to be like a solid fixture within my family and um, to be able to like support a future family and uh, the desire to do something meaningful and leave a legacy behind. Forever. I actually did someone this
0: week who also talked about uh, the meaningfulness. He had just sold his company, and he uh, he's in this space of just trying to figure out his company, for him, didn't have any meaning or helped anyone. Uh, and now that he's sold it, he's in this position of what do we, What we? what is he doing next. He's, uh, he's gotten to this place where he's now like, huh, what is my purpose, and what am I... Where else? The next thing I put out, how will it help at someone else? Mm. Um, and that's interesting as an entrepreneur. I think that, I think that should come with anyone, but I feel like entrepreneurs because the upside is so great. If you, if you sell or if you, you know, whatever, yeah. um, you, you're more put in a position to figure out how do you either make impact or just make more money. Um, and so if you find out earlier that that's the meaning, um, I used to to, love what I'm trying to say is, that's what I think the true meaning is anyway Uh, I think you're better off than becoming 80 and then realizing oh shoot, uh, why didn't I you know, X, Y, Z yeah Um, well anyway, thanks alright
1: question five best advice you've gotten and used uh, it's know what you don't know so, so I spent a lot of time trying to like not even trying to understand things but just trying to get exposure to like topics I don't know mm-hmm. so that all of the words even if I don't know what they mean I've read before mm-hmm. so, like whether it's like there's a lot of meetings that get really technical that I have to do whether it's on the warehousing side or the product development side like I don't know a lot of, a lot of the stuff when it comes to the very detailed nitty gritty part of any part of I don't know like building a song, right? Mm-hmm. But I have to know all of the words so at least I can have the conversations. Mm-hmm. I have to understand like the very core of it, but I have to know what it is. And, like even in business or life building something or becoming a better person, and growing, I feel like if you the, the more that you realize you don't know, it not only humbles you but it lets you understand that there's so much more out there. and that that journey of like expanding what your understanding of the total world is. There's like the bigger circle, which is like everything that you think exists. There's the smaller circle, which is everything you know. And it's like you have to grow both of them, but that bigger one you should grow faster. Oh, wow.
0: That's cool, man. All right. Uh, I'm like, wow, I don't know what to say from there. Really, All right, thank you. Uh, question six. This is seven?
1: Six, you're right. Got on my white slips. Oh, well, we gotta count, man. I got, I'm I speaking got distracted, Speaking of that, in a bigger man. circle, man. How do we count? I got distracted. <laughs> Why do you think we work? Um, this, is a, this is a conspiracy theory answer I have, but it's not a conspiracy theory. It's facts. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's facts. Okay, let's see what your facts are. I think we work because the educational system is set up, all the shareholders that have set it up, overall the last hundred years since it was really established and normalized and then everybody who controls curriculums and all of that now is all major corporations funding it or funding the politicians that do that so I think we do because we're conditioned to Mm -hmm. because that's how we're taught but I don't think that it's we're not supposed to work we're supposed to learn and play so that's why you think right.
0: I got you I I agree I think we work uh, well I agree with the fact that we should play more um, but society is conditioning us to believe that this is the way Uh, and many people die not fulfilling you know what I think is their destiny because they're so caught up in the system of paying bills and yeah uh, running
1: themselves dry uh, until you know it's too late and play doesn't mean like it's always fun yeah no certainly Play can suck, too. Yeah, I
0: agree. Uh, Like working out. (laughs) No. For some people, uh, working out too hard sucks. I'm sure people are listening where they hate working out. uh, Where I love it, it's play. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. All right, question
1: seven. Last one, man. Okay, this is an important one. What do you do to find peace when at times there's noise all around you? I love this question it's a very good question Um, I meditate Mm. I make sure I'm outside because I focus a lot of people focus on their breathing but that doesn't work for me I get really distracted Um, I focus on feeling the air touch my skin because that's like a very tangible thing that changes so when I focus on it and I pay attention it's like it's variable enough that it's easier for me to focus on it Mm. well thanks
0: for sharing that uh, I just learned something new I didn't know you meditate. not well but trying to no that's <laughs> hey I mean I think um, I think I would say I probably don't pray that well but I believe in prayer uh, and I, I feel so much better when I wake up and thank God for me every day uh, that gets me that gets me centered um, and yeah so it's just cool to learn that you meditate well or not it's not my judgment just learn something new uh, and lastly, as we wrap up the show, I always ask uh, the person I'm interviewing to recommend someone else. So now that you've played seven questions, it's not hard, but it is. It allows our users and your audience to learn something new about you. Who else would you challenge to uh, play in seven LA, questions? In L.A., someone in L.A. Anywhere. You can, I can do this anywhere in the, you, know, oh, you should make anywhere. Nick do it.
1: All right, who's Nick? Nick uh, is uh, this guy that I met at the Forbes conference I don't really know too much about him but um, I know he lives in Philly that's really all I know about Nick alright well does Nick have a last name? Cinquino no he's my CFO okay and also in our in our group of Forbes family friends very cool
0: well I will interview Nick next (laughs) thank you well you've been listening to 7 Questions it's Booty and I appreciate your time Uh, Thank you for playing seven questions, Partha, and I will reach out to Nick.